Today's New Testament reading is from Galatians, the third chapter. O、oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this: Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law, or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit? Are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Does he who supplies the Spirit to you, and works miracles among you, do so by works of the law, or by hearing with faith, just as Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness? Know then that it is those of faith. Who are sons of Abraham, and the Scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, "In you shall all the nations of the earth be blessed." So then, those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. For all who rely on works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, "Cursed." Be every one who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law and do them. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law, for the righteous shall live by faith. But the law is not of faith; rather, the one who does them shall live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, "Cursed is every one who is hanged on a tree," so that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promised Spirit through faith. To give a human example, brothers, even with a man-made covenant, no one annuls it or adds to it once it has been ratified. Now the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say "and to offsprings," referring to many, but referring to one and to your offspring, who is Christ. This is what I mean: the law, which came four hundred thirty years afterward, does not annul a covenant previously ratified by God so as to make the promise void. For if the inheritance comes by the law, it no longer comes by promise, but God gave it to Abraham. By a promise, why then the law? It was added because of transgressions, until the offspring should come to whom the promise had been made, and it was put in place through angels by an intermediary. Now an intermediary implies more than one, but God is one. Is the law then contrary to the promises of God? Certainly not. For if a law had been given that could give life, then righteousness would indeed be by the law. But the Scripture imprisoned everything under sin, so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Ned Morby. From Trinity Lutheran Church in Blackwell, Oklahoma. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. 
Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. With those words from Genesis, St. Paul answers the burning question of the Galatians, Where does salvation begin? It does not begin with your righteousness. It does not even begin with your faith. It begins with the word of God. For Paul asks, Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Of course it is by hearing with faith. And hearing requires a word. Salvation begins with the word of God, the promise of God to be precise. God promises Abraham a son and descendants more numerous than the stars of the night sky. But God also promises to be Abraham's shield, to give him a great reward. To this word, to this promise, Abraham responds with faith. He believed the Lord, and God counted it to him as righteousness. Likewise, the Galatians heard God's word spoken by Paul. The promise made to them was not that they would have numerous descendants, but that they would be numbered as Abraham's descendants, that they would receive with him the reward or the inheritance of righteousness. Paul preached the message of Christ crucified. The Spirit was given to the Galatians through this message as they were brought to faith. Being brought to faith, the Galatians received with Abraham the blessing of all nations the blessing which is Jesus. This promise of righteousness through faith, the promise of Jesus, permeates all the scriptures. And so Paul points the Galatians back to the beginning, back to the book of Genesis, to a time before Moses and all the ceremonial law of the Old Testament was established. How often in their history did God's people lose sight of the righteousness of faith? Now that Christ has come and fulfilled the law in every respect, even by becoming the curse of sin for us by being hanged on a tree, there are still those who were forgetting the promise yet again. The Galatians had been bewitched by those who taught that circumcision was necessary to be counted as righteousness. What a misunderstanding that is of the promise that Christ has set us free. And friends in Christ, Many today would tell you what you must do for God. Every false religion would direct you to find righteousness in yourself. Do you pray enough? Do you give enough to the poor? Are you on the right side of every social and political debate of our age? And it's not just Muslims or Hindus or atheists who teach a salvation through the law. But as it was in Paul's day, so it is now that false brothers, false Christians, who think they are doing the Lord's work but have been misled themselves, are leading many others astray with them. And it will always be so until Christ comes again, because the law lives in our heart. By nature we want to have something to do for our salvation. But Paul reminds us this is not possible. The law is not contrary to the promises of God, but it is incapable of bestowing the promises of God, because you are incapable of keeping the law perfectly. And cursed is everyone who does not abide by all the things that are written in the book of the law, and do them. 
but Christ has fulfilled the law. Christ has become a curse for us. Therefore the cursing work of the law is done in Christ for all who are in him. Jesus has died to sin and lives to God. Your righteousness is found not in your work, but in the word of promise by which the Holy Spirit of the living Christ works faith in you. So rejoice, foolish Galatians. There is no more work needed for your salvation. Christ has done all, and Christ gives all. To him be the glory, now and forever. Amen.